Sheila, good morning. How are you today? I'm great, Wayne. How are you today? I'm doing well. Thank you very much. And welcome good. to everyone to 27 Minutes with Sheila and Wayne, where we talk about skills that have been learned, forgotten, misused, and or totally abandoned as we are attempting to change the world one verb at a time. <laughs> and Sheila, speaking of verbs, what is our yes. verb for today? Today's verb is to train, and the dictionary defines that as teach a person or an animal a particular skill or type of behavior through practice and instruction over a period of time. Oh, that's different from my, well, it's a same context, but okay. different from mine. Well, I let's got, hear yours, yeah. Well, I got mine from Mary Webster and from the, the other guys, Cambridge, uh, is to teach as though to make fit, qualified, or proficient. Ah. To make prepared as by exercise for a test of skill. Okay. And as you said, to test, to prepare someone or mm -hmm. yourself for a job, activity, or sport by learning skills and or mental or physical exercise. So, I like it. Sounds I like, good. I like them too. Absolutely. And where did your research take you? Well, the first thing I did was um, pay attention to how training, the word, the verb is used in my household. And um, so you'll recognize <laughs> that some of these are people and some of these are not. Uh, house train or potty train. Uh, train for a marathon, how to train new employees, train young trees and plants, voice training, clicker training, and training camp. Nice. I think you have covered all the bases because I, I went down one narrow path. Okay. And I wanted to talk to train in the um, business setting. So. Okay. We're, we're going to cover a lot, but you're going to cover a lot more than me. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, a lot of mine was along those lines, too, particularly as as we went through uh, COVID-19 pandemic and how that's affected training in the future, in the present so, and the future. So tell me about that, please. Well, um, yes, I'd be happy to. Uh, you know, before uh, the pandemic, there were many types of trainings, some of which and many hybrid types of training, but often a personal contact was a component of that training. And then once the pandemic came along, um, many organizations and institutions switched in quickly over to online training or e-training, um, sometimes with great success and other times uh, with some challenges. And so um, one researcher said it excel in four months accelerated what would normally have been a 10-year process in terms of adopting new technologies. And they think we'll never go completely backwards. There will always now be in both professional training and um, educational training, there will be uh, uh, hybrid elements. And so there, there's more research done about what that could look like. And isn't it, isn't it exciting how when an idea comes up and people say, oh, we can't do that. We will never do that. Right. And, and all of a sudden something hits that absolutely says you have to change because you cannot do the same thing you've been doing. And we adapt, don't we? Sometimes with great creativity. Yes. <laughs> and as you said, much to chagrin of other um, industries because COVID uh, impacted everyone and some industries got hit harder than others yes. because, as you said, the personal contact 
went away. Yes. Um, so yes. that meant services like restaurants and those kinds of things, they really got hit. But but corporations, if you're in business making products, there was there was room for, okay, we can do this. And mm -hmm. we'll just have to figure out how to get that done. Um, so yes, yeah, very interesting. I, I like that. That was kind of neat. But I, I, I found it very exciting that to hear the naysayers say, oh, that'll never happen. We can't do yeah. that. And yeah. then next week we're doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So people really stepped up to the plate. Yes, they did. Yes, we. Yes, yes, they did. Absolutely. Um, okay, so I went down, as I said, the path of yes. business. I went down the professional path, and I came up with a list of do's and don'ts. Oh, good. And I okay. also, I took, I have followed your lead. I have a couple of case, not case studies, but written studies, mm -hmm. um, academic studies that suggest certain things, and I'll bring those up later. But remind me, at the end, um, there is one key thought that I want to put out there. I don't want to say it now, okay? but I want to put it out there at the end. And please remind me, if we run out of time, maybe we run out of time. <laughs> well, I have written it down and circled it, so <laughs> I, I will remind you. Okay, great. If, and if I may, I'll start with a, please a, do. Yeah. a do and a don't. How's that? I'll just kind that of go good. I'll pick it back. All right. Good. So looking at the perspective of training at work, here's one of my do's. And I can, over the last couple of days, I really, I didn't struggle, but I can't, I struggled to get the list down to a few uh, and not so many. One of the do's, have a training budget every year. Good. And, I'll, and I'll piggyback on that by saying prioritize it towards the top of the list of things to do. Because as you know, like I know, and many individuals and many of our listeners know, training and travel are typically the first two pieces mm -hmm. that go away in the business world when, right. they, when we get hit with economic hard times in our businesses. You're right. However, there's been a couple of studies that I've read and some things that I have suggested to classes when I was teaching, you've got to prioritize training because you should always be training. And yes. in hard economic times, that is essentially the time that you should be training because your your workforce is probably lean and not mean, but they're leaned out um, because either you had layoffs or something has happened and you don't have the you don't have the cadre of individuals that you had in the past, or if you've had individuals who have left because of hard times and you've had to recruit new individuals. And some of the studies, one study that I particularly read said it takes anywhere from 16% to almost 325% more of the person's salary that you are trying to replace than it was to just pay that person who was already there because they were already trained, already knowledgeable about mm. the job and already doing it. But now mm. since you're lean and hiring more people, um, that that budget is is really hit hard because you've got to pay almost three times what it would cost to hire someone um, just to get them on the on the on the docket and say yes you are an employee and get them trained and get them ready and get them prepared to go on and do the things that the person who left um, was doing so that's very very hard but but I I have always professed that we need to prioritize training because training is so important. It really is. It, it, it is indeed. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I didn't realize, though, that the cost was so high for training. 
Yeah, and, and I looked, I, I went down that rabbit hole and saw why the cost was so high. And it's because of all of the hours that are spent in trying to find or fill that position. Because you've got HR individuals doing certain things. You've got individuals on committees, trying uh, hiring committee, listening to candidates, and you're taking time away from work. And depending on how, what position it is that you're trying to re to fill, if it's an upper level position, that's where the 300 percentage really came into play. Of because course. because of all of those man hours um, that goes into hiring someone uh, and going through the you know background study background reports and all the studies and doing research and at you know just it adds to that whole process. And then when you get down to that short list, getting people there to to do the short list, and then sometimes that falls through yeah. <laughs> because the individuals decide they don't want the job anymore, and you've got to start that process oh. again. So it really takes a lot of dollars to yeah. hire someone. Yeah. And I, I found that interesting. One of I my don'ts. One of my don'ts. Yeah, that's here. Don't miss an opportunity for continued growth. And now, is that an instruction for the employee or for the uh, employer? And the answer to that is <laughs> yes. Both. <laughs> <It's> both. <laughs> gotcha. And I'll tell you why later, but, but never miss an opportunity for continued growth, which coincides with always training, always be yeah. training, um, always be learning. I should say. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We've kind of referenced that several different ways over the weeks. Yes, we have. And, and we still will. Yep. Yeah. How always. How about you? What's what's next on your your list of things to say? You know, I got I decided I'm always looking up do's. So I looked up the don'ts instead. I just oh. have don'ts. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um so when you're training a new employee, uh don't emphasize the personal relationship personal relationships in day one. Don't introduce them to everybody. Relationships develop over time, but the faster you put them, give them a task and help them start achieving in those in that task, the more comfortable they'll feel in the position and um, the more quickly uh, they'll be trained. And then the relationships come later. You don't make best friends anyway on day one unless you're in kindergarten and then you're friends for life. So... <laughs> okay. um, then uh, don't give the whole big picture. Just show them their part of the of the of the assembly line, if you will, so that they can get that, and then they can see the big picture later. But again, that goes back to giving them opportunities to succeed in their task right away. Then um, do uh, oh, I guess it is a do. Give Ooh, prompt you feedback. Do have a do. I know I might have just worded that poorly, but. Uh, prompt feedback is really helpful. You don't want to start bad habits. And also, you don't want to park them in a corner and leave them there for several hours and then come back and say, oh, oh my gosh, you've done this all wrong. So prompt, immediate, constructive feedback. I I like what you just said, because mm -hmm. that goes to one of the studies that I read about don't put them in a corner and leave them. Mm -hmm. Because this study, it was um, it's titled... Training increases employee retention. Yes. And I said, yeah, I, I understand that. And then the article went on, and the, the article was by Lori Fryfield, um, and she says that they had hired a superstar once. At least it was a superstar to, to her. It was a person who was going to work the front desk, and so it was going to be the 
um, as as you and and Fred have said, the um, what's that director of first impression? Yes, yes, that's right. <laughs> I, I like that. I still like that. Term. It's true. But yeah. they were hiring a director of first impressions, so a person at the work at the front desk that everyone who comes into the business sees this individual, um, and she is the go-to person. She's got all the answers, questions. She could point to the direction that everybody needs to go. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. So this, so she was hired, and the person hiring her from the HR department said she's a superstar. She is bright. She is ready. She is articulate. She is all these good things. She's creative and she's resourceful. She's all these good things. Oh, she's just going to be fabulous. The director over the oh, over that part of the business mm -hmm. also said, yes, she's a superstar. The article said two weeks into that, the superstar tendered her resignation. Hmm. <laughs> and and the HR director said she had all these questions that she wanted to ask during the exit interview, right. but the only one that came up and came out was why? Right. <laughs> right. Why why are you leaving? The answer was because nobody trained her. Mm. She was learning things on her own and figuring things out and didn't know if it was part of her job or her job or oh, what. Okay. No one trained her, so she didn't want to let anybody down. And she said she really didn't know what her duties were. Mm -hmm. So she yeah. was leaving. Wow. Now, I, I thought, so, so what you just said, don't park somebody in the corner and forget yep. them, give them feedback. Yep. Um, so true, so true. And I didn't mean to interrupt, but I... No, no. I, actually, it's time for one of your, another one of your do's. Another one of my do's. Okay. Some, do some homework as to which training you plan to take advantage of and why. So the do is have a training strategy. <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> it, it, and you know what? All these do's that I have, they make sense when you say them and you think that everyone would be using this because this should be common practice. But I have learned and I have read and I have witnessed some of these don't happen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> some of these do not happen. And here's a case in point. Um, okay. says do some homework and as to which training that you plan to take advantage of and why. I was, I saw a friend of mine in the grocery store and I knew that this person was going to retire. I, I thought, Within like four or five months, this person had told me, yep, I'm hanging it up and I'm going to go off and do these wonderful things. I saw this person in the grocery store once. True story. True story. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I said, hey, how's, how's everything going? What's going on at work? And the comment came back, ah, I have to go on a business trip. I said, where to? Doing what? And they said, training. I said, training? I said, well, how long is the business trip? How long is the training? The person told me it was two weeks. I said, two wow. weeks of training? He's, and he said, yeah, but it's to a great place. Said, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to have this. And I said, I, I thought you were retiring. And he said, I am. And I said, so why are they sending you to this training? Right. <laughs> right. See, you said the same thing. Yeah. My, my, my brain was saying, why send this person? And he said, um, oh, they, they wanted to give me a Benny because I've just been doing some good things. And, you know, this is going to give me a, a way out the door that can bring the other person in who's going hmm. to re replace me because they already know who that's going to be. And they can start working things. And I'm just, he said, I'm just going to go off and have fun and, and enjoy the, enjoy the sights. It was and his I, golden watch. 
And I said to myself, but what benefit is the business going to get from right. this? Right. And, and how much is it costing them? Right. I didn't ask those questions, but you know, okay, so, so do some homework as to which yeah. training that you plan to take advantage of and why. So have a right. strategy. Yes. My, my next do coincides with that one. Send the right person. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't think you need to explain that anymore. <laughs> okay. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Um, one of my don'ts, don't send the wrong person. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and don't send and forget. Going back to the conversation of the, the study where the young lady was hired and because she wasn't trained, they forgot her. They just put her in the mm, position and said, yep. okay, it's like throwing somebody into the deep end of the water and say, okay, sink or swim. And yep. she was like, I'm swimming, but I don't know if I'm sinking at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. No feedback. No feedback. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to 27 Minutes with Sheila and Wayne. And you can find Sheila at zekeandsheila.com. And my email is on that email link is on that page as well. And you can find me at mindsinking.com. That's M-I-N-D-S-Y-N-C-I-N-G.com. My email address is Wayne at mindsinking.com. Sheila was okay. What's next? What's the next don't? Another for you? another don't um, is, is do? no. This is a don't. Telling <laughs> okay. isn't training. Oh, I Tell. like that. Yeah, yeah. Telling yeah. isn't training. Um, also known as receptive training, which is where you just tell them what to do. Doesn't okay. not very effective. Not very effective. Another yes. one is. Um, <laughs> When someone, and I just actually thought of this as you were talking, when someone goes to training and comes back, give them an opportunity to share, this is a do, what they've learned because they might be bringing back best practice ideas that can improve the whole um, part of that, that part of the organization. Now, you looked at my piece of paper, didn't you? I did. <laughs> From very far away, I've been working on my ESP, so I butt into your topic there. I apologize. So, don't um, do that. That's a don't. <laughs> So I'm going to scratch that do on my list off. Okay. <laughs> Excellent. But, but you're exactly right. And you, because you have to do that, you've got to have feedback so that individuals can meet with their boss, at least with their boss, the person yes. who sent them yes. to say, hey, what benefit does our organization garner because you went to this training? Exactly. Yes. That being said, in, in when I used to be working full time with my husband in our company, it got to a point where we would say, stop sending him to leadership training programs because he keeps coming back with new ideas and we haven't even finished um, accomplishing the old <laughs> ideas yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like that. I, I have a don't. May I say a don't? Yes, please. Don't just Sin, or don't sin just as a bonus to someone who really can't utilize the knowledge mm. garnered. Good. And and too often, you, you hear a lot of times where the people say, hey, who should we send? Oh, let's send so-and-so. They're doing such a great job. Let's mm -hmm. just send them. Well, again, they might not be the right person. Just True. might not be the right person. How about yeah. you? Any more don'ts or any other do's? You know, you you have really done a good job of covering up, I mean, covering, <laughs> covering up, <laughs> a, addressing the do's and don'ts. Um, oh, here's a don't. 
what is it to do? Do hold on. If don't here, don't let them make recommended changes before when they're brand new in the job until they see how the whole job works, the whole system works. Oh, nice. Because they might bring great ideas, but they might. Um, you're, you're spinning their wheels in your own un, until you see how everything fits. Until they see how everything fits together. Exactly, and, and that that really stacks up nicely and neatly with offering feedback to the individual who sent you, whether it's the boss, the leader, yes. or, or what have you, because mm -hmm. they might, that person who sent you might say, this information, ah, you know what, I'm glad you learned that, um, I'm glad you learned those things, to, 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 to suggest what you just said, Sheila, we're going to tell this individual, okay, but you, you go back to work and just learn your job. However, this information is good for this section who works next to you. Yes. I will bring it to their attention and let yeah. them implement these kinds of things. And then when you're ready, we'll bring you into that fold too. But yeah, you need to learn your job first. And probably we didn't send the right person. Hmm. Right. So, right. So, so, so because that, because that information, we don't want to lose it if it's good, right? Right, exactly. And we want to use it. So, so I, I, I see that as a Benny there. So great. Again, the importance of having feedback when the training is over. Yes, it isn't, it isn't a static event. It's an exactly. ongoing, um, both the training and following up on the training. Yep. That's right. Okay. Any other do's that look like don'ts for you? No, but I will tell you, and we'll come back to the rest of your dues. I will tell you that top 10 companies, according to monster.com, the job applicant, the job site, uh, the 10 best companies for training and development programs. You'll recognize some and not others. They are Seattle Genetics, SAS, Amazon, which is kind of interesting to me for a lot of reasons, Bonobos, I'm sure I'm saying that wrong, AT&T, Randstad USA, Paychex, Cybercoders, Schneider Electric, and Marriott International. Huh. And I had only known about Marriott International. I really thought Chick-fil-A was going to be in there, but it wasn't. So. And I thought you were going to also say, um, is it McDonald's? Because is it McDonald's Academy? Oh. Yeah, M McDonald's is what, one of the first to really, as a parent company, to really um, systematize the training, the purchasing, just every aspect of running a franchise. Yeah, that's that came to mind, and I was surprised that you didn't say that, huh? They well, Monster.com. Maybe they were number 11. <laughs> I'll bet that's it. I'll bet that's it. Okay. All right. So back and to your dues. Back to my back to my dues and don'ts. All right. Um, two more don'ts. Don't send someone to training just because you have to spend the money. Oh. Bad. Again, if you have a strategy, that should never happen. Right. And the, and the strategy should articulate why you send individuals, what you want out of it, and what benefits you think the company will garner for it over a span of time. And also implement that in your feedback sessions with your employees to say, um, how have we implemented it? Is it working? Do we need to throw it away, keep going, or do something different? It's great. Um, and always. Don't stigmatize training. Um, oh, it's not a punishment. It's Exactly. It's not a punishment. And it's not, oh, okay, somebody has to go, so it's your turn right. in the barrel, right, kind right, of thing. Right, right, right. And so that, that coincides with my, one of my dues. Prepare them to want to go. 
Okay. Wow. Prepare your individual, prepare your workers to want to go to training to get better. Um, oh, gotcha. Okay. Yes. And you know what? I, <laughs> I don't, I don't know why these, these things come up, but we just had, my wife and I have had three experiences over the last week where we've had some work done or we've been to a, to a storefront, if you are a store, if you will, and encountered individuals, employees, who you would think are there ready to go because they're getting paid and they're helping the, the, the customer, mm-hmm. have and came with attitudes. Mm. And the attitudes absolutely said, I don't want to do this. Mm-hmm. I don't want to help you, but I guess I have to. And so get the body language and the hoofs and the roofs. And one individual actually said, oh, well, this sucks. Whoa. (laughs) Okay. And and so my, so here's, here's a do managers, leaders, bosses do follow up on when customers Mm. suggest that, Hmm, maybe this individual wasn't, was having a bad day. You might want to just check up on them to see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's a nice way of putting it. Because if they do this to all your customers, you might have customers walk away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. And walking with your wallets um, certainly is a, is a way to cast a vote. Or and or nowadays Yelp reviews and other other sites like that um, make a difference. People use they, those. They certainly do. Another do. Yes. Make training a staple of your work environment. Again. It's a ne- it's necessary. You have to do it. So going from the top of my list where it says prioritize it, make it a staple. It's it should never ever go away, the budget for training. It could be reduced, but it should never go away. You should never stop sending people to training just because, oh, we're having hard times. Um right. because that's how we continue to grow, getting ideas, right. learning new things, being becoming more proficient, more efficient. Yeah. Um, finding more ways to do things better, quicker, faster, smarter. Um, we should always be looking to do that. That would I always would be a benefit to the company. Yes. Absolutely. Okay. And Sheila, I'm looking at the time and it's 26, 22. Can you believe that? I've got three wow. more. I got three more dues, but I'm not going to say them. I, I will say that one thing that I wanted to say. Here, let's hear your one key thought. Here's an informal do. Now this means we're not sending people to training, but this is an informal do as the boss and the leader. The boss and the leader must act as you would want others to act. Mm-hmm. Because when you get into those gray areas and you are going to make a decision, everybody's looking at you to see how you're going to make that decision and they will follow your lead. So if if they say, mm, that's a hard question and that might be considered unethical or unmoral let's see what he or she says and if you say the wrong thing other people will follow yep you're right so we must always act as you would want others to act and i will stop there okay all right well as we have reached the end of our day it's a good thing we are stopping here because (laughs) uh it has as always gone really fast seems like it's gone faster this time but in any case it did and what your key thought um, goes right back to the idea that we always say, which is that um, it's about relationships and verbs and the business relationship, watching the boss, that that 
sets the stage for the rest of the of the company. So well spoken, Wayne. Ah, well, thank you very much. And thanks to our listeners. And we'll see you next week. Same time, same place, same station, as they say. <laughs> thanks a lot. Thank bye you bye. for listening.